the highway. We up in Marriott, sweet me in the lobby. Loud, loud smoke, I don't do the molly. Sprite and come up as you take and move on my body. But you already know we are back for another one. And this is your new favorite cross dress of the overall fever. <laughs> what it is, y'all? It's 50 Shades of Gay. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Lexo. We are Juice Boulevard, and you are kicking it with us on the highway. The highway. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you check out episode five, Validated. It came out during the whole New Year's Christmas ish week. I can't really. Um, I feel like it was New Year's Day. Something oh, yeah. like that. Something like <gasps> that. Um, I do apologize, you guys. We have had a lot of things going on behind the scenes. Um, so just bear with us. We're coming back. We promise we're going to be more consistent. We just had some things to get over. Um, like I said, if you haven't already, make sure you check out Validated. Um, it's pretty much just as simple as this motherfucking sound. This week, we are talking about vulnerability, which is also explaining the sound. So there's that. And here's Quiz. All right, you guys. With current events this week, we have the Golden Globes. Okay. And I just want to start off by saying I'm disappointed, but not surprised. Because Beyonce was nominated for some things for The Lion King and Spirit and things of that nature. And she didn't win a single thing. And it's just so sad. Because <laughs> I really want my girl to like win. This is why you can't get this nigga current events. This is not the Beyonce segment, <laughs> nigga. Girl, it's a current event, girl, because Beyonce had to go to Globes, girl. We're trying to get Beyonce to EGOT status, okay? Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, okay? The day I see Beyonce on, like, a Broadway stage, girl, that's a Tony waiting to happen. I feel like she, her acting can be can translate better on a stage rather than through movie and camera. Nigga, what? Right, because girl, <laughs> just let the nigga talk. I'm just saying. <laughs> just talk. Beyonce, I support you, girl. You got status. We're here, okay? But also, <laughs> um, with the Golden Globes, let's talk about Rick Gervais. I want to say that's his name. I don't feel like I'm pronouncing his last name wrong. Bitch, you from Colombia. How you say that word? I mean, but it's that, but he's like British, so I don't know like if it's Gervais. How they say or that word? Gervais. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, ooh, let me take these off so y'all. So y'all can feed them, girl. <laughs> y'all don't read me, honey. But anyways, he um hosted the Golden Globes, and he was just like, you know, this isn't the time to make a political statement. Come up here, accept your little award, and um, thank your God and go about your day. Thank your God, thank your agent, and go about your day. And everybody, that's the only clip that went viral. Everybody was like, oh, no, this is this is just so, like, terrible. He made some other jokes, too. It was really fucking funny. Mm -hmm. He said, um, tonight I, I arrived here in a limousine, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. <laughs> I die. I, oh, my gosh. That shit was so fucking funny to me. But yeah, so. Oh, also, let's just go back to Beyonce for a minute. Let's go together for a minute. Just for a quick second. Y'all, why this bitch showed up an hour late? Then, on top of showing up an hour late to the event, she brings her own bottles. <laughs> Even though the event is sponsored by Moet, she said, no, baby, I'm not drinking that cheap shit. I'm bringing my own bottle of Ace of Spades. I ain't gonna win shit, but I'm gonna make an appearance. <laughs> Girl, when you that girl, you can do that girl right. like thing. Okay. Because had that been our ass, they would have stopped us at the moment. Okay. Party, um, we're not taking any more guests. <laughs> <laughs> um, ma'am. But yes, like they walk in. Um, Julius, which is Beyonce's bodyguard, he walked in with uh, a bottle of space. And apparently, girl, other celebrities was asking for theirs. I said, oh, mm. not the 
Gagri of it all. Not nobody else wanted that Moet either. Bitch, I'll be having a date too. Y'all say serve it up, but I want some Wishy Drew. Right, well, Ace of Spades. And I feel like that was nothing but a, um, uh, not a publicity stunt, but like just a promotional stunt. Just like, girl, get you some Ace of Spades. Don't do this. I would have been right up in there with my motherfucking teleport. <laughs> Get your sponsorship on. <laughs> I done bought the pool. But I think Ace of Spades is, is Jay-Z's. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm who else she going to risk her neck sure. for? I'm I mean, not sure. risk her neck, but I mean, who else she going to do she that for? She promoting pool, shit. Back to Rick Gervais. So, he basically said, you know, come up here, accept your little award, thank your God, thank your agent, and get on about your life. Mm-hmm. Because you are in no position to make a political statement because you are so far removed from the real world that you don't know what people are actually going through. But they did, but the video that's circling around Twitter or circling around social media, that part was get all, to that point. Yeah, it, they, they cut all that out. So basically everything was taken out of context or whatever. And when I actually watched the whole video, I was like, okay, yeah, that really does make sense. Because he was like, y'all, y'all, um want to make these statements about, you know, this and that and the other, but then you you make deals and, you know, get money from these companies that are doing the things that you're trying to... Right, Right, like, so don't come up here and try to be, like, all political and stuff because you don't have the vernacular. (laughs) (laughs) And that's basically, I mean, well, read the girls. That's what they do anyway. Go up there and make a speech, think you're God and your people, and you're Go sit down. It's just recently become a trend to just start speaking up. But girl, don't watch mm-hmm. still don't be trying to hear that shit. Right. So like honest and I I've already said that if it really if it ain't nobody like in your community, demographic, whatever that you're trying to preach this lesson to or whatever the case may be, they not trying to hear that shit. Dumb white people don't give a fuck by no goddamn what's going on in Flint, Michigan. Cause you wanna be real, that shit could have been handled. Okay. Dumb people ain't had clean water six, seven years, like right. six, seven years. When the fuck Hollywood would go up in fucking flames if dumb bitch ain't have the proper anything. Okay. They got Jay Smith bringing clean water. And if he can do it... Imagine what everybody put together can do. That one girl, she said for everybody who donated to the wildfire in Australia that she would send a new. Mm-hmm. Bitch, that bitch raised $100,000. Mm-hmm. Some people wear capes, some people don't wear shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I said, girl... <laughs> I mean, girl, do what you gotta do. And got it done. Okay. okay. 10,000 photos. She sent out 10,000 photos. To save the planet. Okay. And bitch, if it had been me, it would have been the same picture. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Different bitch, I'm gonna need a bigger donation. Okay, okay. period. <laughs> right, because I'm like, I don't got two thousand for the play. Exactly. <laughs> I can't get that. Y'all getting greedy now. Y'all want me to start doing extra shit? That's gonna be in my pocket. And then I, I guess what if she continue to do it, but she actually do it like just like for her. Fuck it. I guess that would like be like why I say rich people probably don't contribute to certain things like that. Because when you do have money, people do expect you to do certain shit. Oh, yeah. And I would get to a point where, you know what I'm saying, I want to help everybody. I'm rich. This is that third. But who the hell is E! News? <laughs> who the hell is BT? Who the hell is Fox? Just tell me what the fuck to do with my network. Right. Do with my money. And who donate to? Like, everybody feel like you should donate to their cause. So right. it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to donate to my cause. And if you somebody cut me a check, cut them a check. I feel like everything, when it comes to charity in Hollywood, it's all about business, period. 
I feel like it's all about like shaping your brand to be associated or in line with something. Girl, what, what we talked about last week? People do this shit for a sense of validation. Right. Oh, I just saved a million black babies in Africa. What about the rich black babies in Africa? You going to go see them? You took pictures with them? Everybody in Africa ain't poor, you know. Okay. I don't know which part of Africa y'all keep going to okay. with the same little brute churn, sorry churn. But. <laughs> Sick of it. Yeah. They still running them shits. Girl, yes. They run them for, um, for the churn and they run for the pets. No, Netflix. <laughs> I guess that's why I ain't see them because they're too much. Very true. All the commercials are set up to get your money. Like, I mean, that's what a commercial is an ad, but like, I mean, dang. The churn, you gotta put the churn. You in. gotta put the churn <laughs> in with the sad eyes, you know, and the puppy dolls. Okay. They both dead. Right. Speaking of hot, well, no, we gonna go there. Yeah, we gonna go there. Yeah, we gonna end the end current events on being hot. But let's talk about Tyler Perry for a minute because he went to social media and he said he shared like all the scripts that he written and he had written in 2019 or whatever. And he was like, it's supposed to promote, you know, work ethic. And he basically was saying like, you know, I wrote, I don't even know how many scripts it was. It was an ass of scripts. Halves and a half knots, sisters, the oval. It was just an, a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, I wrote all these by myself. And you know, all these other corporations and shows, they have writer's rooms. There is no writer room for any of my shows. I'm the writer. And a lot of people was just upset about that, bro. They're upset they're upset because many people for years have complained. Well, not really complained, but like many people have criticized Tyler for always putting out the same type of work and saying that, you know, we're tired of seeing the black woman suffering. We're tired of seeing, you know, some man having to come save somebody. Or we're tired of seeing, you know, some type of woe is me, God, 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 you know what I mean? We're tired of seeing that and we want something new. We want something fresh. We want something that's more aligned with the majority. You know what I mean? Right. So people weren't really like, they weren't really mad about the script. People had like, Tyler Perry already kind of been in the hot seat for the past couple of weeks for pretty much exploitation is what they feel like. Exploitation of the black woman. Mm -hmm. And I seen this tweet earlier that was like, oh, y'all, you know, y'all riding Tyler Perry for this exploitation, but y'all call movies like Baby Boy and Poet Justice classics when they don't paint, you know, us in the same, they don't paint us in a, a positive light either. What do y'all think? Yeah. Like, that man making his money. Like, I feel like if he want to keep putting out the same shit, then he want to keep putting out the same shit. And when then he try to do something different, then y'all knocking for that. Like, this man, what? Like, when he did that damn action movie. Yeah. They clown the shit out of this man. Like, but I don't think people are t talking as far as his acting. I think they're talking as far as his writing and his um, shows go. But at the same time, it comes with being a, a perfectionist in your craft. So... If you know this is what your target demographic wants, I'm about to say, yeah, that's, that's what I'm gonna give you. Mm -hmm. So if you want, you know what I'm saying, my husband beat me six, I'm gonna give you my husband beat me six. Right. Because this is what sells them. This is who coming. It ain't y'all on Twitter that's coming to this place, coming mm -hmm. to these movies. It ain't y'all that's giving me this money in my pocket. So I mean, yeah, we can be upset at how he going about it, but honestly, no, we can't. No, we can't, because I'm not feeding you. Right. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's his work. Like, if he want to keep putting out the same shit, then hell, obviously, it's making him money. It's going right, to just like build it. his whole damn studio. It really, but my, also, another thing that they were saying is, like, 
they feel as though for him to have so much access and for him to be as big as he is, he has the resources to go out and outsource some writing and invent the talent to have, you know, a writer's room or not even a writer's room, but he, he's so caught up, like, he's so, you know, let me do, give back to the black man or let me give back to the black community, but you don't give opportunities to actually, you know, work. You know what I mean? I feel like, like I mean, you, you ha he also has like this little program for, you know, his studios or whatever, but I honestly feel like that's like more like technical stuff, not as far as being the talent or being right. the creative. I feel like he wants that control solely. Right, and that control is definitely limiting. Like when you're the writer, the boss man, the yes man, there is nobody on that, that chain of command that could tell you, oh, I don't think we should do this. Or maybe, you know, this time because you are your own everything, right. so mm -hmm. it's gonna make sense to you every single time. Yeah, I mean, I understand because I mean, like, it's hard to ask for help, but at the same time, because you are such like a, a like you said, a perfectionist, and you do see it this way, and this is the way it needs to be. And if somebody doesn't do it that way, your vision is not the same. And I feel like even if he do try to do something different, people still gonna be mad at him. They still, they not gonna watch it. And now they gonna be mad cause he doing something crazy and they gonna clown him and call it whack. And a lot of people do that with uh, the fucking Boo movie, but that shit funny. Yeah, that that Halloween funny. movie. I ain't seen it. Shit talk crazy his thing on Boo 1 and Boo 2. I haven't seen it. That's one thing. Like I, I don't, I, I haven't like really supported Tyler Perry. You know, <coughs> and the last time, I, the last thing I've seen of Tyler Perry was the one with um, Journey Smollett and um, Lance Gross. Mm, the movie where she cheated. Yeah. yeah that's good. After that, I was, I was like, okay. I'm done. It's, it's, I'm done with Tyler Perry, bro. I think it was either like witness protection. I saw like the bullshits. I think it was either witness protection or like the family that prays. Cause the family that prays really had that shit really shook the girls. Like my grandma had this shit on VHR. Yeah, Big chance girls. That shit is that shit hard. That was, but with his protection, that shit funny too. <laughs> I'm about to say, but Eugene Levy is funny as fuck. Like that man funny in anything he do. So yeah. that that was it was it was different. I you know, right. I, I, I said I those are different. Like they actual comedies, right? Like, you know, like like you said, you know, downfall on no black women or nothing. But at the same time, it is still when you, you can you can still break each one of them down to be some. I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. Some stereotypic shit, I guess. Like, oh, you got to send the white man to the hood so he can be protected. This white man got all this, well, he, even though he, he right, even though he got no money, he got all kind of resources, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really how y'all got to send him to Medea House. That's the only place he could be safe, Medea House. You can break down any chain movies. <laughs> I just want like regular black people movies, like how regular white people movies are just regular white people movies, but we got to be the rapper, the, the drug dealer, or the slave, you know? But they don't support the regular movies. Like Netflix dropped a lot of them shit, but no, they call them shit the corny black people movies. Hell yeah, straight DVD. But mm -hmm. uh, Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield definitely have a black romantic comedy coming out on Valentine's Day or February 16th, so you guys make sure you check that out. He is so fine. <laughs> He's a great actor, I love him. I I love me some Lakeith Stanfield. He is fine though. Oh my gosh. And like just a cool when he ass went, nigga Okay, way. when he went fool and damn get out girl, I was like, ooh, when the flash went off, I said, ooh, ooh, Lakeith. <laughs> 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 Trump. 
I am legit like on edge because this man is really causing the problem just to stay in office. Honestly, truly, that man acting out from being impeached. Exactly, because you can't impeach somebody when we are at war. It's <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do that, but right. just go on my today. Cause I'm like, like <laughs> I'm about to suffer cause I'm broke. Right, like, cause what can exactly. we do? We're at the bottom, bottom of the chain. So like, <laughs> the only thing we can do is just continue with our lives and just hope okay. one day a bomb just don't drop on our head. One that's, day, that's, all, that's all we can hope. Which is why I've been so against the military personnel that they they've been carrying on so bad this past week about the jokes that have been made and it's like <laughs> we ain't got nothing else to do we can't do nothing else what black people always try to make the best out of a terrible situation even if their way of doing it is laughing like mm -hmm. right. so it's not like they mean any harm like you know like it's not like we don't care but girl shit we know shit real and that's the right. fucking problem right. what else can we fucking do but laugh at the shit okay let me Live before I'm possibly dead. Exactly. <laughs> but y'all, we just so fucking sensitive. Can't nobody laugh at shit no more. Like we just can't have shit. No, gonna be offended. Right. You just always want to take it too far. So mm -hmm. just, mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. everything. Like, <laughs> what about the loved ones or the people who were in the military? Y'all not thinking about us, girl. Trump, Trump ain't think about none of y'all. Okay. So what you want, like, you want us to do? Like we sent y'all. Like all we can do is pray for the loved ones fighting mm -hmm. over there. That's all we can do. And, just and like, you want us to get on Twitter and pray? No. Now I'm fake. Right. Exactly. Now I'm carrying on. See. But y'all just think y'all just see social media and just think everything <laughs> ain't supposed to happen on social media. Like no. Just Girl, because I think everything is supposed to happen on social media because Trump has now said that his tweets are going to serve as his final declarations. So anything that he's saying, that's that's him communicating with Congress. It's his business. See what happens when you give a nigga too much power. Okay. So we literally all we so Congress and the whole world is about to find out everything all at the same time. That is fucking like. Nuts. That is absolutely crazy. What if what if one day what if, what if somebody hacks his Twitter and like declares war on on shit and then like just sends literally sends the world into a fucking frenzy. And people do that shit. Hell, he'll do that shit. Like nobody gotta hack his shit. This is mother. It literally gives me anxiety. Like I'm fucking paranoid. Everybody talking about this fucking draft girl. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I did motherfucking register when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That shit. When my mom told me that when I was 18, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? Like, when you're 18 men, like, 18, like, males have to register for the military in case of a draft. I didn't know that until I was 18. What you gonna do if they call you, girl? Girl! <laughs> Honey! That bitch gonna have all the warrants. Okay. Yeah, yeah we got to shoot your ass. Right. <laughs> I can't, can't go up here and turn. They gonna change the shit just for you, waiver. You know, me, I'm gonna have to go back to the old days. I'm gonna get knocked up. This bitch, what you gonna do with this baby? Girl. Girl, I ain't even worried, cause technically, I ain't even physically fit, so. It don't matter to draft. Boy. That part, I was like. Especially if they get to the point of drafting women, it don't matter. Oh my God. Oh my God. As long as you are capable of walking and holding a weapon. I would be in hell either way. You mean to tell me either I go there. <laughs> Oh, I let some nigga fuck me. I'm explaining that shit. Girl, I don't know how that shit works. I'm going to jail. <laughs> 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 Bitch, you thought everybody that's in that motherfucking jail with you the because y'all already belong to the government? 
Yeah, we just gonna go ahead and bring y'all on. Y'all getting in the war. Right. Come on. Just gonna drop y'all the SRP. Right. So you either fight. <laughs> Has about to shank your ass, girl. Put it come with the buzz. Okay. <laughs> you fucked. <laughs> I just see them doing some shit like that. Like, that is the mm-hmm. funny part. Like, Oh, Look how they had these niggas some... on the side of the street doing cleanup and shit. Oh yeah, huh. somebody. Because y'all said to clean up today. Somebody said, um, send the JROTC students. <laughs> <laughs> magic sent the fuck out of me. Them niggas low key high key the feds. The little SpongeBob magic one. It's like, um, I got felonies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the military. We got waivers. <laughs> It was friendly fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know not to give them weapons till they get off their premises. Bye. Oh shit, bitch, they gonna right. see you. As, as, as y'all are leaving, getting off the damn truck or getting off the damn Humvee or whatever you in, bitch, he go. Okay, I think they got out. We guys are stupid. Man, yeah, that sounds bad. Huh? Pray for us in America. We moving into Canada 2020. Canada. Eh? I had a um, French guest the other day, girl. Both of us. Confused. <laughs> girl, should have told me you don't know. I don't know how to say it. And they didn't know, they didn't speak English. So I was like... For the record, you guys, it's Jean de Coffee Park. Hold on, hold on. Say it again. Hold on, hold on. Get in the mic. Get in the mic. Say it again. How are you Jean de... Jean de... Coffee Park. It's C O M P R N D S. So the N is kind of like in the road, like. Yes. And pop, like you know. I think ma or me in Spanish is like not or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't even Spanish anything y'all. But pa is like you use Nepal when you're saying like something negative. So like the negative of I know is I don't. Je ne compris pas. Je ne compris pas. And see, you put the compris in between the ne pas. See that? You negated it. I have it. Je ne compris pas. Girl, you know the girls at the table is bilingual, girl. All the girls. Okay. Okay. But Spanish is my language. Well, Spanish is our language. All right, you guys. So let's talk about a little vulnerability here. Um, Let's open it up, which is also the name of this episode. What is vulnerable to you guys? Ugh. I feel like it's just being open, like out there, exposed. It's okay. weird. Um, vulnerable for me is like, like she said, yeah, like being exposed. But like, yeah, I, I see. I think I said when we first started talking about it, it was like showing your hand. Like you really have to just be like, it's like you bearing it all for this person. And, like, the intention behind you bearing it all is what, like, I feel like you're afraid of. So, both of y'all kind of painted, I don't want to say, like, in a more negative light, would y'all see that as a weakness? No, because I feel like being vulnerable, to be vulnerable, you have to be strong. Because, like I said, you're bearing right, it all. you putting it yourself out there. Okay. So, you have to be, like, ready. Mm-hmm. Mentally ready. So, if you're ready. So it's a strength. Right. right. Is it a strength that you you guys personally have? 
No. <laughs> so before you, before you even answer Brittany Quez, what what's your problem with vulnerability? Um, I like to be in control, or I like to know how things are gonna pan out. Like when I don't know how something's gonna go, I get kind of like anxious. Yeah, anxious. But like like with y'all, like when y'all don't tell me things or whatever, <laughs> and I'll be knowing. Like I do kind of like be like anxious. Like I'll be like thinking about okay, what am I gonna say? Like how am I supposed to act? Like that's what I'm thinking in my head. So it's like I do look like kind of like trying to act cool now, but in my head, <laughs> in my head I used to be like, girl, mechanic. right? I be like, think, 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 think what you say. You know, <laughs> what my legs and pretty do? <laughs> Is it a strength of yours? Yes, I would say, yeah. Like I'm able to pull myself in and out. Like I can be vulnerable, but the minute I get like a sign that I shouldn't be, or you give me that one little thing, I'm Ready to pull back. Like. Mm-hmm. And that'd be another thing, too. Like, well, it, it depends on when I'm about to be vulnerable. Like, okay, so I'll give you an example. Like, when uh, I'm gonna say, like, I trick niggas. Oh, like, <laughs> like, but like, when I first meet guys in, like, in person, I do kind of, like, you know, butch it up a little bit. I do try to, like, be more mask and whatever unless we unless we've been talking for like a good little minute and you know me then it's like girl whatever it's whatever but if like we haven't been talking like like that and you know like we just not meeting in person i do try like butch it up a little bit because i'm just like i don't know like i don't know how you're gonna take all right. this so like i will like when i start when i start like seeing them being more comfortable around me or whatever i will try to like ask them like certain questions on like social justice stuff, like, just to see, like, where their head is, and that's usually where I'd be like, okay, we're through. <laughs> but, but, like, um, I'll ask them, like, certain questions. That's, like, I feel like that's me kind of, like, seeing if, if I should... be open with them. Right. But once they show me that, you know, that ain't what it is... Hang on, bro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I pull back so fucking fast, Right, girl. like, uh-uh, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. But I had to learn, like, you know, like, People have to people have to be exposed to something in order to be swayed. So like I was just like you know the guy that I'm talking to now or whatever. We're not really even talking to. Like, we just conversing. Is that the word? Conversating, conversing. We're talking. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, because conversating is not a word, nigga. The ghetto. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking whatever, and I asked him about like how does he feel about you know femininity, which which for me. Some people would say, would think that it's like a strength of mine, which is in certain areas, I feel like being feminine is a strength. And in certain areas, I feel like my femininity is like a a hindrance for me because literally I just cannot control it. Like, it's just me, girl. Like, <laughs> you can't just switch it on and off. Yeah, like, it's not, it doesn't work for me like that. But, um, but damn, what was I saying? What was I about to go with that? Oh, nigga, I hope you wasn't asking. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so y'all be listening to me? Yeah, yeah, I was listening, but we don't know where you going. Exactly, <laughs> we waiting. To... We're fans, nigga. We, we listening to the story. Okay, well, what are we talking about? Like, I'm gonna start with a story, and maybe that y'all give me real okay. what you was going. Well, not really a story. Um, I never answered <clears throat> in the previous question about vulnerability or whatever. And for me personally, I feel like it's being open, but it's definitely being like. Soft. Um, soft for me is very much so like submissive. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like soft, girly, submissive to you, like 
I'm being real vulnerable with you because like I am this girl outside of what everybody else thinks of me on social media. I really am that girl. Even now, like hand just okay. Like I walk okay. like I can't <laughs> help it. Like I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> so, oh my God. But you know that when they when they see you in these this, they paint you in this light, they don't expect you to do certain things. So like I said, if I allow myself to do these things around you, like yeah. I'm really starting to like Yeah, that nigga but I do that shit too. Like we said you push it up at first like <laughs> it's gotta be hard at first, you know. Cause I guess that's what you give right. off automatically, mm-hmm. so you have to. But once if we get to that point where I get comfortable with you then But just like how you said, if you make me feel some kind of way about being that girl in front of you, I will pull that shit all the way back. Yeah. So how do you like well what is like give me an example of somebody like Okay. Um my ex girl <laughs> The first time my ex-girlfriend came over to the house, this is before we even, like, we was just chilling. It was her first time looking up. Mm-hmm. She came over, and, like, we had the balcony door open all day because me and Brie had been at the house chilling, getting high, whatever. This one was in the Willows? Yes. Uh-huh. And there was, like, this fucking fly walls, cockroach, <laughs> flying big ass, just gigantic ass, just, <laughs> oh, girl, it was big as fuck, and, like, I was in there screaming because who finna <laughs> kill it? Who finna kill it? And she's like, you really not, girl? I'm really not. I'm really not that girl. I know I, I appear to be hard because you know I like my gold chain, my black shirts. But <laughs> I really am not that bitch. So any instance that I feel like, you know, a man would be most suited for, those are typically the instances where I figure out. What I'm dealing with. <laughs> 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 oh, you so cute, guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm like, I don't even like how you ain't. Girl. Bitch, I'm gonna be giving you in this bitch like. Okay. <laughs> you wanna see who gives them. And we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it was a post on Facebook. It was like, I still posted. It was like, this girl asked me to help her move some stuff. She got mad because I grabbed the lamp. She was like, "Bitch, you don't come help move this mattress." Like, Bitch, I am a woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, get me. Did he help roll my bike? Because it threatens like what their masculinity is like 
perceived to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my thing is, it's like, I don't see what, 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 what is so scary about femininity. It's just built in society that the man has to appear strong. And so anything feminine resides, it's like weakness. Right. So. You know, in our community, for you guys, for the G's, um, even anything feminine that you guys do from the outside community could be looked at as something the F word would do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so if I'm a guy who, like I said, society perceives me to be this manly straight guy, that's what I come off as, a straight man with this feminine man who people assume is gay, mm-hmm. they're going to assume I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, I claim to be out or, you know, okay with myself, I'm really not okay with the situation because you being with me just, it makes me second guess myself. The stairs, the, Girl, the, the blending in. The self-hate, the internal homophobia is real. It is real. And I, I can see it from all perspectives. It's hard to break when it's something that you grew up with. You have to work on yeah, getting away from that. But I mean, you know, at first it starts with somebody challenging that. So I commend you for, you know, challenging those beliefs. Right, because like I said, like I feel as though for somebody to, for you to change or sway somebody's opinion, you have to, they I feel like they have to experience it. So if, and if he's never been exposed to it other than, you know, negatively, then I feel as though, of course, his opinion is going to be... A negative one. Right. So that's why I was like, I'm going to teach you through experience that <laughs> you can be with me. Or not necessarily be with me, but... I'm not a threat. That should give you more courage, though, like to be out with you and to watch you, to know that you get in these stairs and for it's not phase you. That would turn me on, probably. Like <laughs> you out here doing the damn thing. I've, I've had guys say that to me, like necessarily say that their the, my confidence like attracts attracted them to me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you're bold out here, right? But I honestly like I, I don't be thinking about doing nothing, like. I just want to wear hair to feel fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I want to do when I go out. I want to I put on my makeup so I can just be like, you know, and then I put on my heels so I can just be like, you know, like it just, it just, it just really just radiates. Like it fills my whole being when I am painted and I am in a heel. Hell yeah. It's like a damn fresh ass haircut, good high rungs, right? In the game. <laughs> like when we all go out. <laughs> Alright you guys. We have been talking for quite some time. So let's just take a little break. A little smoke break. And go to the put me on. Put me on. Put me on. I am going to go first this week. I am listening to um, Out West by the Jack Boys. Featuring oh. Young Thug. Oh. Well, y'all, I don't really like, you know, promoting violence <laughs> or like, you know, being so ratchet or like being like overly, you know, like I don't really support what the song is talking about, but the beat and the rapper's flow just really... And nigga listen to some thug ass shit this okay. week, y'all. And it really just got me. Like, I was like, okay. And it's so funny how I, how I came up with the story. I won't tell y'all that, but... It, this song really just when I heard it, I said, "Okay, this is this is some cute shit." But it's sixty-one dead ops by Boss Smooth. Yeah, not dead ops. Dead yeah, boy, should rap with it. Fuck y'all, boy, you dead. <laughs> shit, I'ma join the club too, cause I'm shooting up shit this week. 
I'm listening to 223s by to be vulnerable from being hurt in past situations. Is it okay to share that hurt <laughs> with somebody you're thinking about being vulnerable with? Just so they would, like, I guess, know. Yeah, if, yeah, I feel like when you go into a relationship with being with somebody, I feel like being vulnerable is definitely oh. necessary. Yeah, I feel like that's a part of opening up. So I guess you kind of have to go through that part so they really know what's mm -hmm. going on with you. And ain't got no excuse. You Getting to that though is just so awkward because like, well for me it's so awkward because I don't know how to, how it's supposed to casually come up. So I, I'm a type of person, I'm gonna ask. Like, <laughs> I ask a lot of random questions like when I'm talking to people about how you raised and where you from. I mean that's good. You should have a whole conversation. Right. It's good. People don't talk about shit no more. Okay, I'm gonna talk. Especially if I feel like I can definitely like, if I feel like you can, <laughs> this is the Pisces in me dreaming, but if I feel like you can fit into the picture that I see my life in, I'm going to talk. Especially if you're showing me attention. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't give me your attention. Oh, that much strength right there. Okay. But do you guys think like 
being vulnerable is the key to a better relationship. Okay, girl, then what's the key? Don't tell me, girl. Mm -hmm. I say, girl, honestly and truly, I couldn't tell you because <laughs> I've been single. Well, I'm single as hell, too, so clearly I ain't know. <laughs> I ain't know what the yeah. fuck going on. Okay. But that just presents a bigger problem because, like, now that I'm single again, it's like, man, look, man, I can't be telling you about all this crazy shit, my life story and shit. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm that person that don't know how to hold a conversation because right. it's just like. Dating now is hard, like. Yeah. That shit is crazy, like. I can't allow myself to go there with you. I can't stop to feel like I like you. And <laughs> now that now I'm about to be open and shit. Mm mm. You never know. Like, the right one, you can't stop that shit. Girl. I can't handle it. Right. Mm -hmm. That past hurt. You know, I've been hurt so many times in the past. Mm -hmm. And I don't time to find somebody who gonna treat me right and be right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. You ain't gonna find them. They gonna find you. You ain't even be looking for that shit. You need to be ready for that shit. You just gonna be like, what the fuck? Right, and it's gonna piss me off. Like, <laughs> now you got my nose wide right, open. Exactly. Now it's gonna be like. That's why I'm just like, nah, I won't. I'll, I get scared when I don't like people for real. Okay. Like, because like, oh, I don't want to be planning our future, but like, this and the D. Oh, that's when you got a bed. You sitting there thinking about, oh, let me get this. We gonna be sick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be planning of like future with you, and like, I, I that's when I pull back from being too vulnerable when I. Really feel like that vulnerability. Like I can be vulnerable with you if I feel like you know what I'm saying. This ain't really that like romantic. Like we really just you know trying to relate to each other, trying to have a general conversation. I can tell you about these things. Like this ain't nothing. You can't hurt me with this information. But a lover, you can hurt me. You hurt me with this information, and you can tell me I do the same thing. So if I feel myself starting to like you, I'm gonna pull it back. Interesting. That is some weird. <laughs> that's right now though. That's right now. That's right now. I'm like, if you're gonna be with somebody, you should be comfortable sharing those things more. Right, and but that's what that's my thing. I'm not trying to be with nobody. But I'm saying like, if you were, that's yeah, I would eventually work my way back to that. But I mean, at this point where I'm at, I don't want that. So that feeling of feeling like I like you is making me uncomfortable. Ooh, so but you got to go. <laughs> right, Ooh. because I like you. Oh, <laughs> sorry to that girl. <laughs> Bitch, I hate ghosting bitches. Okay. <laughs> I got to when you. When a bitch fuck around and put you in your. When a bitch fuck around and put you in your feels, you got the bad pack. Because I really can't be tripping on somebody who ain't mine, but you mine. Because mm. <laughs> I told you my last story, so really, you know, we married. Honestly and truly. Honestly and truly, but you got me, you know, it's like a situation ship. So, I mean, and I feel like we kind of already touched on this, but just to kind of like round this off what prevents y'all from being vulnerable with somebody like is it is it for you quiz just a mindset thing yeah like if i feel as though they aren't mentally capable of giving or mentally capable of meeting me on some type of level and, you know, like the mentality has to be there it has to be right which is why i'm bottom <laughs> It is. <laughs> <laughs> I had to process that for a second. That's why I cannot <laughs> because it's like I can't, I can't allow myself to give you that kind of power over me. Right, you got me bent over. Oh my right. god! <laughs> <laughs> I 
Absolutely not. Because I already see like how you think about, you know, women and bottoms and so no. Yeah. No burger. <laughs> Understandable. Funny thing is though, they don't know how to make an over. Mm. But be shame in public. Mm -hmm. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> mm -hmm. Ain't that some shit? Don't want to be seen with me, girl, but don't mind bending over for me behind closed doors. He be the third nigga sucking dick. Okay. These niggas are sucking. You know what? So, <laughs> ladies, so ladies, stop checking your um, stop smelling your niggas dick, girl. Check that asshole in that mouth. <laughs> wow. Because if that hole screech out or it pucker up around the hole, somebody done been in it. This hole, oh, that really brought me to like another point talking about these niggas. I feel like it's important to be vulnerable with your friends. Like that same, the same level of vulnerable we've been talking about in this episode, we have all experienced with each other, which is why we are sitting here. Mm. But like, if you can't allow yourself to be vulnerable with your friends, then you really like, are those people really your friends? Because I do know people who hang out with a certain kind of crowd and they is out here sucking dicks. But on social media, you would think that they, you know, Mr. Get Bitches. Oh, sure. But because you can't allow yourself to be vulnerable mm. with your friends. Cut this pearls. <laughs> Because the friends are delusional, okay? <laughs> the friends are just like, no, yeah. he's mine. No, oh my gosh, no. I said, oh my gosh, yes, he definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> shit, fuck that shit. You're the fool for not being real with yourself. Right, because I'm not even about to hang with people I can't even be myself around. Like, right. It's already enough to have, you know, that's your parents and shit. You got a lot to go have to love. My niggas, my, I shouldn't even be friends with people this kind of character that I can't even trust. Right. Exactly. Like, and we can't be like there's no fun in that shit like having to just pretend to be somebody around your friends the time you're supposed to be yourself. Like right. and then on top of that it's like the the friends are friends with other gay people. So it's like why do you even feel as though you can't share that with them? And I feel like it goes all the way back to internal homophobia because it's the way that they view homosexuality. They don't wanna be associated with you, girl. Right. Wasn't it somebody who just recently hit you up by wanting to damn fuck your face? Oh yeah, and they was like they were scared because they um they thought that I would expose them. I was like, no, I'm not in the exposing business. That's not what I do. <laughs> but because you're flamboyant and, and that's what they associate with gay and right. messy, mm -hmm. you automatically got to be telling the nigga business. Right. Well, that nigga business gonna really automatically tell Just itself. So. Exactly. But my thing is, girl, it ain't gotta be like that. Like, we can meet up in discreet locations. That's fine. I'm single. It don't fucking matter to me. I just need to know, like, because the thing is, like, I like to know who I'm talking to. So, like, before we even meet, I require a face picture. As soon as I say that, we're gonna talk for like a whole week. <laughs> Ask for a face picture. Yeah, it just disappear. Disappear. Right. Right. Like, you really didn't got to know me without seeing who it is. And you still feel like you can't trust me? Right. And what I said earlier is about being associated. Like, well, just like you say, internal homophobia, but just to be associated with you, people are already going to automatically classify me as this, which I am anyway, but right. I am okay with who I am. I self love me, you know, you, girl, black bitch, black nigga joy, however you want to put it. If he was masculine, then he could blend in. Then it could just be my homeboy. Right. Or just a friend, or, like, or just like, you know, a nigga, you know? But not, not nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
shit. Niggas be crazy, I am. But, alright, you guys, that is it for episode six. Open it up. Make sure you guys check in with us next week on episode seven, whatever the fuck it may be. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Juice Boulevard and on at Twitter at The Highway Pod. Um, as always, it's your favorite fucking player, Lex. Signing off. Y'all already know. See y'all next week. It's 50 Shades of Gay. And it's your new favorite cross dresser, the Aurora Fever. Fools come a dime a dozen, I just want the money. You ain't fucking first night and you ain't saying nah. Why you sleep when niggas be eating? Train coming, money train coming. Not the way if you ain't getting none. Don't you hear the bass, bitch? We in the spaceship, my nigga gonna ape shit. Don't you hear the bass, bitch? We in the spaceship, my nigga gonna ape shit. Gonna ape shit. Don't you hear the bass, bitch?